Hi there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of the Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. On July 28th, Jupiter, the planet of good fortune and higher purpose, retrogrades back down into the zodiac sign of Aquarius, where it will remain until December 28th of this year. Hello, my name is Christopher Rundstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about Jupiter's retrograde back down into Aquarius. Now, Jupiter is perhaps the most beloved planet in astrology. That's because it's a planet that's connected to good fortune and higher purpose. And what's not to be adored and loved about that? We all want good fortune in our lives and to discover the reason why we were put here on the planet. So what does it mean when a planet like Jupiter retrogrades back down into a zodiac sign that it just left? Well, simply put, what it means is that it's taking care of unfinished business. In other words, it kind of left the sign before everything that it had to do was done. So what does Jupiter symbolize in our chart? Well, obviously it's the planet of good fortune and higher purpose and everyone uh, quickly looks to their Jupiter to see where they will experience those things of good fortune and higher purpose in their lives. But there's a little bit more to Jupiter than that. Jupiter is the way that we imagine God in our chart. Okay, now I know that sounds a little wild, like, wow, that's pretty heavy, Christopher, but follow me for a second with here. Everything we associate with good fortune, us living a, a, a good life or a life full of rewards is something that's connected to providence. It's connected to God. If we're a good person, then good things happen to us in kind and it's a reflection of God's benevolence. Higher purpose, that idea that we're connecting to something that's larger than ourselves, that we have a role to play in our lives as well as the lives of other people, that we would find a spiritual path that resonates with our particular destiny and makes us become a better human being, well, that's connected to God as well. So Jupiter in a zodiac sign is going to basically reflect to you your image of God as it appears in your chart. So is your image of God a very severe or stern figure? Is your image of God female? Is your image of God polytheistic? Is your image of God that there is no God? Is your image of God math? Or is your image of God one of a compassionate and loving being. All of these things will be reflected by where Jupiter appears in your own zodiac chart. So if Jupiter is our image of God, and it is right now retrograding back down into the zodiac sign of Aquarius, what does that tell us? Well, the first thing that came to mind was actually remembering the uh, phrase from the book of Genesis, that man was created in the image of God. 
And so when I think of that, and I think of the zodiac sign of Aquarius, I think of Aquarius's commitment to humanity, Aquarius's commitment to fraternity, to brotherhood, Aquarius's commitment to all the people on this planet and raising them up to a level where everyone can live in peace with everyone else. Aquarius is basically a utopian zodiac sign. And because of its association with groups and societies, tends to think on the broad, large, and collective level. So when we think that the image of God is now being reflected in the zodiac sign of Aquarius, and when we remember that each of us was created in the image of God, then that says a couple of interesting things. One of them is that there is no one image that is going to correspond to everyone. If you were to take each person on this planet and say that they were made in the image of God, how many different mirrored faces are you going to see? I mean, it's got to be billions. So, so, so it's this idea that every single person is made in the image of God and every single person reflects God in their own way. And this is something that Jupiter and Aquarius is insisting that we all recognize. Wow. So how do you practice that in your life? How do you figure out meeting God in all of these people you'll meet, meeting God in all of these people you'll never meet, and trying to work with that in your day-to-day -day life intelligently and, and, and positively? Well, I think there is a little rule that was given to us some time ago that can help us to understand this. It's often referred to as the golden rule. It appears in the Gospel of Matthew, and it says simply, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Now, it's one of those lovely passages. I mean, I absolutely adore it because it's so simple. There's nothing long-winded or overstuffed with words about it. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. It seems so simple. Okay, so basically, if you are going to speak your mind, then you must let others speak their mind too. If you're going to fight for the freedom to believe in the things that you believe in, then you must respect others' right to believe in the things that they believe in. And if you want a good life, you must want others to have a good life as well. So what happens here is basically a reciprocity, giving to others, and then they return that unto you. Again, it seems very simple, but it's also very complicated when, or complicated, yes, challenging when you try to apply it into your own life. But this is the beautiful thing about Jupiter. Jupiter isn't some removed planet of good fortune and higher purpose. Jupiter insists that you practice Jupiterian principles in your own life. And so if you can practice the simple adage of doing unto others as you would have them do unto you, then basically starting with yourself, if you can imagine yourself as a pebble being dropped into a pool of water, starting with yourself and your own good acts, those good acts ripple across the surface of the lives that you affect. So it's not about preaching, it's not about lecturing, it's not about climbing on top of a pulpit or, or, or telling other people how they should live. 
It's about the fact that you make society better through the simple practice of doing unto others what you would have them do unto you. Now, it can be argued, and it has been argued, that if you're a selfish SOB, that's the way you're going to act on others, and that's the way you're going to expect and recognize others acting upon you. Or if you're a violent person, you're going to act violently upon others, and you might actually thrill to the idea of others acting violently upon you. And so therein, you can sort of see the shortcomings of this simple golden rule, which is why I like the version that appears in Confucius um, and why I even think that in the Confucius version, it might be a little bit more in keeping with Jupiter in Aquarius. Confucius says, never impose on others what you would not choose for yourself. Okay, so think about that a moment. Never impose on others what you would not choose for yourself. You can hear the shift in that phrase. The difference, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It begins with me, okay? I do unto you what I expect in return, okay? But in the Confucius version, it begins with them. It begins with the other. And this is where it sort of connects to the idea of Aquarius with its emphasis on the collective whole, the welfare, what's good for the entire group. So in the Confucius version, never impose on others what you would not choose for yourself. It's the idea that you would never act negatively, impose on someone else. You would never act negatively in the way that you would want the negative to be imposed on you, okay? So there's two things that are going on here. The focus in the Confucius version is on other people, okay? And secondly, don't act negatively if you don't want the negative act upon you in return. Let's apply this to ourselves in a society where we're dealing with conspiracy theories, vaccination, anti-vaccination, cancel culture, critical race theory, uh, the idea of how do you make up injustices done to people who have had injustices done upon them. Uh, these are tremendous challenges and questions that we're facing. How do we live as a group of people uh, together where we honor each other's views, but also um, understand that there are going to be differing opinions. We, we can no longer say something like, why can't everyone get along globally, you know, and blanket the statement without understanding specifically how people do and do not get along. And when they do not get along, that there's probably good reason for it that has to be taken a look at. Well, all of this falls under Jupiter. Jupiter is a planet that is connected with integrating, not assimilating, but integrating. That is weaving all the different threads into an enormous tapestry, which is called society. So perhaps if we can practice the golden rule, and perhaps if we can also practice that rule according to Confucius, we can find the small ways that we can interact and interweave with the lives of other people that we share the society with and that we can improve society on a whole, not by telling society what to do, but by practicing these simple examples of reciprocity. 
And this is something that I hope we can do because Jupiter will not come this way again for another 12 years, which means that when Jupiter departs in December of this year, this is the society that we will be living with for the next 12 years until Jupiter returns to Aquarius again. Hi, I'm Rick Levine, and I'm so excited to be offering you the chance to study with me during our live chart reading practice month here at Astrology Hub. This course consists of four live sessions, each two hours long, where I'm going to be looking at a handful of students' charts live and demonstrating how to read a birth chart while actually receiving feedback from the designated clients in real time. This is astrology in action. This is where the rubber meets the road and you'll be right there with me as I navigate the unique dynamics of these individuals' charts. The sessions will be streaming live every Thursday afternoon in August at 5 p.m. Pacific, that's 8 p.m. Eastern time. And you can enroll now at astrologyhub.com charts. Oh, and by the way, you'll have the opportunity to submit your chart data for consideration to be one of those that will be read live during the sessions. Again, that's astrologyhub.com slash charts. I hope to see you there. <laughs>